Star Wars 7x7 episode 2348. Today, the back half of my conversation with Amy Ratcliffe, author of Star Wars The Jedi Mind. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we're back with the back half of the conversation with Amy Ratcliffe. She is the author most recently of Star Wars The Jedi Mind. She's also the author of Star Wars Women of the Galaxy. She is the managing editor for Nerdist. She is a host and she is an entertainment reporter featured at StarWars.com, Star Wars Insider, IGN and more. She co-hosts the Lattes with Leia podcast and she is based in Los Angeles with her husband and two cats and enjoys taking mindful walks and connecting with nature at Descanso Gardens. And if you've lived in Los Angeles or spent a good chunk of time there, then Descanso Gardens might actually mean something to you. It's a cool place. You should look it up. <laughs> anyway, so this is a conversation about Star Wars The Jedi Mind, which Chronicle Books describes as taking quotations and lessons from Star Wars and pairing them with practices such as breathing, posture, and meditation, and reminds us that the philosophical tenets are applicable not just in the galaxy far, far away, but also in our own galaxy here and now. And I personally am very excited, as you may have gathered from the first part of our conversation, but something that I didn't share in the interview is that I have gone through a 200-hour yoga teacher training program and am nearing the certification point. And so there's a lot of learning that I've done over the past year or so that is reflected in some of the lessons in the Jedi mind. So it was really awesome to see these things framed within a Star Wars context and so well by Amy. And so I end up bringing a couple of things from my own yoga teacher training to bear on the conversation. So yeah, hopefully that is fun and useful and interesting as well. And before we get into the conversation, this is just the quick daily reminder about the Toys for Tots program. When I looked at toysfortots.org online, it said that they were looking for donations to arrive by December 15th. So we are just about a week away from that deadline. And if you are interested in supporting children and families in need in your area and bringing a little magic to them during the holiday season, then check out toysfortots.org. It is the national organization, but you can also connect with local organizations that are serving the communities in your particular neck of the woods. And now let's dive into the second half of my conversation with Amy Ratcliffe, author of Star Wars, The Jedi Mind. So you had the time to to dive into some of these topics. And, you know, as you mentioned before, just mindfulness in particular being something that's a topic with which you've become, you know, well acquainted and more dedicated to in, you know, the recent past. Are these topics that had you know, resonated with you for a long time and just this suddenly created a wonderful opportunity for you to dive more deeply into them? Or I'll, I'll stop offering options and just let you tell me. <laughs> it's, you know, meditation was previous to like getting into this book and digging in meditation. And I think gratitude journals and, and morning pages, which I don't have an exercise for in the book, but I uh, kind of do it's free writing in the book, but those were kind of things I did. And I learned about the concept of mindfulness through meditation because meditation is just, it's not all about mindfulness, but specific meditations 
art about mindfulness. So it's a way to practice. And I learned about kind of the overall, like, this is what mindfulness is from my meditation teacher. And then, so I have the, the gift of uh, being friends with Dr. Dre Ledimendi, and she co-hosts Lattes with Lay with me. And she is a clinical psychologist who works at UCLA here in Los Angeles. And obviously, because that's what the LA and UCLA stands for. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, My uh, alma mater, actually. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's a, from what I hear from her, it sounds like an incredible school. And she works with a center there called Rise. Um, and, and practices like focuses on practicing mindfulness with students. So she was a great sounding board and kind of a, a teacher. Cause you know, I went to her early on another, like just kind of a, a BS check, if you will, to make <laughs> sure like this idea had legs and she was so excited about it. And she kind of opened this door for me into, you know, she talked a lot about uh, John Kabat-Zinn, who's kind of the Western um, father yes. of meditation yes. and from him that's how I learned you know I learned about Thich Nhat Hanh and it was just it's a whole uh, rabbit hole and just like a tremendously like some rabbit holes you know like you go on uh, or at least that I do um, like making miniature food on YouTube like it's great I'm entertained <laughs> is that going to like affect my life eh. I mean it makes me smile for whatever however long I'm, I'm sucked into that rabbit hole um but the mindfulness research, like that's, I just, you know, was learning so much and so much of it, some of it that's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's so obvious. Why haven't I been doing that? And it can just make such a difference. And I mean, it's made a difference. I still wrestle with anxiety and and stress, but certainly not to the degree I did two years ago. Um. So, yeah, it's kind of, you know, I started with a little bit of knowledge and and was a Padawan. And then through <laughs> the process of research and writing, I learned so much more. And I'm glad that I did. And it's, you know, I hope if anyone picks up this book and is like, oh, this mindfulness stuff, like I read a little bit of that, like a little bit about it now. And it sounds pretty interesting. Like, I hope they go and just start like diving in because there's so much and it's great oh yeah and i will say even just from my own personal experience it definitely resonates like anything with anxiety that i've dealt with lessons from meditation about just letting thoughts kind of pass through you yes. you know cloud-like if you will and even even my you know my thing was occasionally just falling asleep and having you know, the, the monkey mind turning like crazy and having to learn through, you know, meditative practices to just let those things kind of pass and, you know, be as empty as you possibly can. And that has been, you know, has done a world of good for me, certainly. Yeah, the letting thoughts pass and letting things like not just sit, uh, sit in the middle of your chest like a weight, mm -hmm. like the concept that you could do that. I was like, oh, like, I don't have to deny that I'm having that thought. I just have to be like, oh, okay, there's that thought. And now I'm letting it go. Like, it's still a constant. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've said this before, so pardon if, I, if I've been repeating myself to you. But in Master and Apprentice, Qui-Gon is talking about choosing the light side. And he talks about how it's not, it's the work of a lifetime. Like, you don't just be like, oh, light side, I'm good. That's just my commitment I've, I've chosen. <laughs> 
Um, and mindfulness is very much like if I don't keep up with it, I notice those thoughts and that monkey mind just digging claws in a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But continually practicing really, it, it helps. It does. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And when you mentioned morning pages, um, I, I think, are you referring to Julia Cameron and the artist's way with that? Yes. Yeah. I can see why you would have to come up with a different <laughs> way of referring to that then. Then that, yeah, because people know it by that name right. and that, um, but that is certainly um, kind of like in a way that I, like, because when I have monkey mind at night, like there are times like my brain will just not stop. I'll get up and do a brain dump just to empty out my head. Mm -hmm. And morning pages aren't quite that structured, like but it is just emptying out. Like I'm just going to sit here and, and it's a great exercise to just clear your mind right. at the beginning of the day. But it's also like for, for anyone who likes to write or uh, that helps just, I, I know it doesn't sound like this is just a feeling like it's not scientific, but for like, I feel like doing morning pages, like just helps me put in that mindset. Like, yeah, I'm a writer and I've already written today. <laughs> and it also helps kind of separate you from from that whole thing like um are you familiar with, like the witness consciousness kind of concept like that no i'm not um that you're kind of you are sort of the witness to these things like as you meditate and you see these thoughts of you know anxious things coming through you and you decide to let them go you realize that you're sort of the observer of these thoughts as you have them i like that instead of the person like going through them yeah and Makes so impartial Right. And then you can almost achieve that same kind of thing, it seems like, by doing morning pages or free writing, if you will, because you're kind of taking what you know that monkey mind voice is and you're pulling it out of yourself and you're able to observe it from you know, a more non-judgmental and kind of separated aspect, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. It's coming from a more objective point of view and not letting, I mean... Sometimes I'm kind to myself when I self-talk, but, but not always. Yeah. Um, so if I can filter that out a little and just be like, all right, like you said, non-judgment, just like this is what I'm putting down on paper. It's what I'm feeling. It's what's running across my brain. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. So if there was a top three, and I'm sure it's, you know, like so much of the book, like I love it. I absolutely love the book. I'm so excited for it and for you for having written it too. I don't know how I would choose a top three out of the book to start with, but if you were forced to, like I'm going to kind of force you with this question, would you, <laughs> what would you recommend as maybe the three to start, either simple, easy, or uh, some way for a person to begin a practice that could be aligned with the Jedi mind? Oh, there are so many to pick from. Um, I think... <laughs> Uh, a gratitude is, I know it's something that sounds pretty, it, it's it's something that, it, that the name of it is made to be dragged on the internet, and I get it. Sorry, did you, you faded out just a little bit in the audio. You said gratitude, though, I think, correct? Yes, gratitude journal. Yes. And like I said, on the, no, on the surface, it can be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, but when you're thinking about something you're grateful for, even if it's just small things and I'm, I, I know life can be hard and there, I'm, I certainly something with this whole book, like I don't want to promote that toxic positivity. That's like, just be grateful for what you have and never complain. Cause that's dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
but when you can feel grateful and when you can just document that, like I'll just try to write like three things I'm grateful for a day. But when you're pondering that, like that's all you're thinking about. And it is such a positive feeling. It's like, even if it's just like, I'm grateful that my cat is sitting on me right now and she's being so sweet and, and loving pets and not biting me, which she does sometimes. <laughs> and it can be that little or it, it can go grander. But if you, and all you need is a piece of paper or you can use a notepad doc on your computer. And it's just, it feels good to be grateful. Like it just, I don't know how to explain it. Just, I always get a rush of like, just happy feelings when I write in my gratitude journal. Yeah, it's, it is kind of what you, you know, you're trying to attract what you want um, to attract from the universe by, you know, focusing on something to be grateful for. Um, I mean, it's, isn't it what our grandparents used to say about, you know, you, um, you attract more, uh, um, you know, more with um, honey rather than vinegar. You attract more bees with honey than vinegar. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think to some degree, the universe you know, as the concept of a universe, like it, it, it helps. So that one's definitely up there for me. Um, another one just that I, I like, cause I kind of, you can do it anytime is triangle breathing. Mm. So where you just picture a triangle in your head and that you're like drawing the triangle. And as you go up one side, you take a deep inhale you go down the next side, you hold it. And then as you close the triangle, you exhale, like, and you exhale. I love that <laughs> when you take that deep breath and you just push out like every last bit of air when you exhale. Mm. And if you do that three times in a row, like, and I kind of do that. Um, I have an Apple watch and it has a lovely function that reminds you to, uh, to take deep breaths. And it, it pops up whatever amount of number of times I tell it to a day. And it's, I think I do like six deep breaths in a minute and sometimes like I'll find myself going for days where I dismiss it and I'm like why you can breathe for a minute literally nothing <laughs> I'm doing is that urgent right I'm an entertainment reporter like my job can wait for a minute and it's just it's just silly what we tell what we talk ourselves into sometimes <laughs> so triangle breathing is a good one and something you can do anywhere and relatively quickly yeah. And the other one that I love, and it kind of goes with that, like me thinking like, oh, I should do this instead of breathing for a minute, <laughs> is letting go of should. And that's something I meditate on a lot because mm. I pressure, I think a lot of us pressure ourselves like that we should do this or that. And it ends up being like what, this huge list every day that's like why should I do this and there are going to be like shoulds where like yes I did say I would do this thing uh, pay this bill or turn this article in so yes I should do that but if you question just like think about your shoulds like whenever you're like you have that little inner voice it's like ah oh, like you should really um fold those clothes <laughs> where's that should coming from or it's like you really should do xyz it's just like think about like is that should something i actually should do or is it something i'm just putting pressure on myself to do and then i don't really have to do right this second um or at all and, and is it even really one of your own beliefs or is it yes. someone else's exactly 
So letting, like thinking about the shoulds and letting go of the ones that are just like, I don't know where that came from. Um, like it can make a big difference and it makes a difference for me and like how I judge myself for what I, for what I do or don't get done, which I, is a constant work in progress because I have overachiever issues. <laughs> well, you do put a lot out into this world and it's a lot of awesome stuff, honestly. I mean, I'm thrilled to be able to read more of your work in a longer form in this case, even if it is a, a gift book situation, but it's still a longer form than the stuff you're writing for, uh, for your normal day job, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yeah i um i say gift size because i was pleased like i knew the size like on a dimension but then when i actually got my physical copy i'm just like oh it's so cute and the <laughs> art and the art is beautiful because christina chung's amazing it is it really is and compliments your your words so very well she like we really wanted kind of like a minimalist style like exactly to complement the practices to feel soothing we didn't like want any super slap you across the face colors and christina just nailed it mm -hmm. yeah it's it's spare in a very good way and she doesn't try to you know fill the page with you know it's it doesn't become comic book like art where you know the whole panel has to be something going on or anything like that no it's it's very much in keeping with the the philosophy of the book and she did a fantastic job too yeah i hope that chronicle does like postcards or something of it at some point that would be awesome <laughs> yeah. so i'll put a word in oh yes <laughs> please do heck i will too <laughs> please yes so for anybody who wants to keep up with your overachieving activity, <laughs> where should they follow you and keep, uh, keep up with your exploits online? Folks um, should follow me or can follow me. They don't should. See, you don't have to should. Don't ah. listen to that should. <laughs> Folks can, if they so desire, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Amy underscore geek. And I have a newsletter on Substack that's just amyratcliffe.substack.com. And if you want any information about current books and where you can order them and all that jazz, it's on my website at amyratcliffe.com. That's wonderful. Amy, thank you again so much for your time. Thank you so much for the Jedi Mind. And it is great to talk with you again. Likewise. Thank you, Alan. And thank you for, I'm, I'm, it's just a great conversation about the book and it's just, I appreciate it. So there you go. That's my conversation with Amy Ratcliffe, author of Star Wars The Jedi Mind. And as I said, you can find the links that she shared in the show notes for this episode and also the previous episode too. So that's going to do it for us here today. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Semi Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars Seven by Seven. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards.
cards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.